Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Let's talk some football. And uh, let's do so with a guy that we've not had on in a while, but uh, has joined us quite a few times over the years. Brian Baldinger is with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, NFL Network, Fox Sports, Compass Media, football analyst, also an Odyssey NFL insider. And he's joining us courtesy of our friends at the Low T Center, our good buddy Baldy, back with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Brian Baldinger, how you been, buddy? I've been good. I've been good right here in the, the middle of the uh... – the media center right now, just talking football and having some fun. Love it. Well, I was, I, I miss it, man. I've got a serious case of FOMO. I had a kid two weeks ago, so I'm, uh, I'm working okay. from, I'm working from Charlotte this year. But I'll see you out there next year in New Orleans. Um, okay. Dude, I, I love your breakdowns. I always have. I think it's one of the best things on Twitter, especially during football season. And, and here in Charlotte, I especially appreciated them this year as we were watching Bryce Young struggle inside of an offense that didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Uh, personnel that wasn't great and a coach that got fired 11 games in. So let, let me start there if I can. Um, you've done a lot of film breakdowns of what you saw this year from Carolina. What's the most important thing you saw this year? Well, I saw um, I saw Derek Brown dominate the line of scrimmage every week. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um, you know, outside of Adam Thielen, the, the ball didn't really go anywhere else. I mean, Thielen was the one guy that Bryce looked like he was comfortable throwing to. But it looked like a very simplistic offense. And an offense where the quarterback, I don't know if he couldn't see very well, but he sure looked like he was in a hurry to move uh, quicker than he needed to. And uh, it all fell on the offensive line, but I don't think it was all the offensive line. I I thought there were times when they did a good job and, you know, the quarterback didn't really respond too good. Well, yeah, I think there are a lot of folks who would agree with that last statement. I mean, look, I've certainly not given up on him. And they fired Frank Reich 11 games in. It was a mess the rest of the way. But you know they're reorganizing. Dan Morgan's the new GM. They've hired Dave Canales, a guy who worked wonders with Baker Mayfield this year and Geno Smith last year, to come in here and work with Bryce Young. What, what did you think about that move, that decision? Well, I talked to Baker about it yesterday, and Baker loved him. He, he loved Dave. He loved about just how um, simplistic the offense was and, and how it improved as the season went on and how the, how the offense line improved. And once that happened, they ran the ball better. I mean, it, it, they weren't this, you know, they were a playoff team that won a playoff game. But, you know, the first three weeks of the season, they weren't Tampa Bay. So it was it, it was an offense that really uh, morphed and developed as the season went on, which is kind of what you want when you're putting in a new regime. So another big question here then is uh, left tackle. They just took Iki Aquanu sixth overall out of NC State two years ago, as you well know. Uh, his rookie year, pretty good. I mean, it was a, a good rookie year that gave folks some hope. But you want to talk about a sophomore slump. I, I think he allowed 18, 19, 20 sacks this year. Um, just struggled a lot. And, you know, as you know, that you use the sixth overall pick on a player at that position. You get it wrong, it can set you back. What did you think about Icky this year? And do, are you still a believer maybe that, you know, he can be that anchor at the left tackle spot? Well, it's the same talent that got him drafted sixth overall. And I like Icky personally, but that was a horrible year. And is that, is that coaching? Is that the system? Like he was reaching and overextending and, you know, getting himself out of position. And the, the job of the left tackle is to be as consistent as clockwork. And that, that wasn't there. And so I think you've got to really get back to the, the fundamentals of playing and, and, uh, and really starts with the set and just getting really comfortable and, and consistent with the set to start the play. 
Brian Baldinger with us live from Super Bowl Radio Row, courtesy of our friends at the Low T Center. Um, Baldy, let's talk about the game on Sunday. Uh, you know, this is it's a hell of a matchup, two heavyweights. What decides this? I mean, if you're digging in and you're finding that the X factor, the deciding thing about this game that's going to turn it one way or the other, what's your pinpoint? Well, I have a lot of confidence that Patrick Mahomes will play well. Has to turn it over in the postseason. But, you know, we're, we're all kind of watching, uh, you know, what a young Brock Purdy does to this game in this setting. I think he's going to play well, but how well? You know, can he make five or six throws that are just highlight throws to dethrone Kansas City in a great defense? And so I think, you know, that's he's under the microscope, no question. The play caller can help him. You know, Kyle knows how to kind of get a quarterback into a rhythm. She, all the, the, the talent around him can help him, you know, whether it's uh, Christian McCaffrey or Debo or whatever, like, they can all sort of do it. But the quarterback, you can't hide him. You can't play without him. He's going to have to play big. And they, they like to attack the middle of the field. And we got to see if Kansas City can take that away from them. What there's, there's a lot of talk this week about Patrick Mahomes. He's back in the Super Bowl. If he gets number three, is he in the greatest of all time conversation? What would number three do for him? And it's not as if anybody's ignoring Andy Reid. It's just that the quarterbacks are sexier, right? They they suck up more of the oxygen in these conversations. But there's a report out today that Andy Reid's not going anywhere, despite some retirement rumors, because he's in the middle of a pretty unprecedented run in NFL terms. When it's all said and done for Andy Reid. What do you think we're saying about his place in the hierarchy of all-time great NFL coaches? Well, I mean, he's done it better in two different places than anybody ever. I mean, you look at Philadelphia 14, 11, and Kansas City. He's not going anywhere. It's what Andy does. He loves coaching. He's got the best player in the league. The coach, he's got a great organization around him. His kids are raised. Um, you know, he loves to coach. And I don't I don't know where those rumors came from. It didn't come out of Andy's mouth. Like, he doesn't do that. Um, so... I, you know, sometimes these things can just sort of materialize out of nowhere, but I'd, I'd be shocked, regardless of what happens on Sunday, if Andy isn't back coaching next year. Brian Baldinger with us live from Super Bowl Radio Row. Uh, before I let you go, what, what are your thoughts on the NFL opening the season in Brazil next year? That That's significant news. It's not just London this time. They're going to South America. Well, they, they, they were going to Brazil. It's just a question of when they did it, so... I mean, you talk about owning the first week of the season. They're going to play on Thursday. They're going to play on Friday. They're going to play on Sunday, and they're going to play on Monday. They're going to try to own the entire weekend. And, you know, that's how the NFL thinks. They think big, and they will. And they'll leave college football open on Saturday that weekend. But they're going to try and make the biggest splash, open the league on Thursday night like we always do now, and then go to Brazil and show the world that we're a global sport. And we got a lot of media from Brazil here covering it for that reason. It's amazing. That's amazing, man. It's it's a really the, the watch that that going to London. I had the pleasure of going over there and seeing a game a couple of years ago. Amazing experience to see them enjoy the American version of football. Brazil. That that's going to be a scene unlike much anybody's ever seen before. Brian, we appreciate you, brother. I know it's a busy day for you. Thank you for the time. Okay. Thank you.